Hello, listeners. Dustin here, your umpteenth source of television reviews in podcast form. Guess who's back on our screen nowadays? An oldish friend called Gossip Girl, that's who. Get ready for a spoiler-filled dish on the original series, as well as a setup for the new characters of the new show. You know you love her. Coming up next... Dustin can watch! Welcome, my elite guests. Did you miss her? Gossip Girl is back on our television screens for an all-new round of scandalous shit-stirring. However, this time it's via HBO Max's reboot of the CW show that ended only nine years ago. My, how time sure flies in the modern world. Before I get started, I'd like to give you a little backstory on my experience with the infamous blogger. Back in ancient times, 2004 to be exact, I bought a DVD box set of The O.C. on a whim. I was 23, delivering pizzas nightly, and I was bored. The hype around The O.C.'s first season was too great to be ignored, and I love high school drama, so why not check it out? Well, I was hooked from the start. At the time, Josh Schwartz was a novice creator and a showrunner, but boy did that man know how to write some great soapy TV. The OC was his playground, and we got to watch him mess up Ryan and Marissa's relationship over and over. We cheered for Seth and Summer to get together, uh, especially when he stood up on the top of that coffee cart and declared his love for her, uh, and she climbed up there with him. <sighs> oh, and Julie Cooper was the ultimate money-hungry cougar mom you love to hate and laugh at on more than a few occasions. We also wanted Sandy and Kirsten Cohen to be our level-headed parents in the rich world of California's prestigious suburb. Huh. It went a little off the rails for most of us, but I stuck around through all four seasons. That's right, only four seasons in and the show was cancelled just when it was getting good again. I seriously would love a reboot of that show, by the way. A few months after the OC ended, my entertainment news-addicted self came across an announcement that Josh Schwartz's production company was adapting a YA book series called Gossip Girl into a television series for the newly established network, The CW. I was instantly intrigued. I went straight to my local Barnes & Noble and snatched up the first couple books by author Cecily Von Zigasar and devoured them. They were so scandalous and addicting. All these Manhattan rich kids involved in sex scandals, drugs, backstabbing. Seriously, I thought that these were just too risque to put teenagers into these positions on network TV. But they did it. Sure, they didn't go by the books. The original series was 12 books set through the entire senior year of the high school for the core characters. The TV series took place in real time over six seasons, so they had to spread it out use some characters and plots sparingly, and, of course, make Gossip Girl a much bigger focus of mystery than she was in the books. Gossip Girl made a huge splash the moment it hit the airwaves. The CW wasted no time in using the disapproving reviews as their taglines for their posters. Quote, every parent's nightmare, and nasty piece of work, with screenshots of Blake Lively's Serena Vanderwoodson and Leighton Meester's Blair Waldorf amid various sexy poses, were posted at bus stops and on billboards and in magazines all over. The cool thing was that it was all filmed in New York City, not just a studio backlot or some random city that might resemble Manhattan. Just like with Sex in the City, 
You could feel the real energy come through on the screen. It felt authentic. Now, let's talk about Gossip Girl herself. When I bought the first book, it came with a free digital download of the audiobook as voiced by Christina Ricci. Yes, Christina Ricci. She did a pretty good job of reading the part in a fun, sultry tone. Gossip Girl in the books was merely an observer. The characters really didn't even mention her outright, but they did seem influenced by her post. If you want a little more information about this, go listen to episode 8 titled XOXO Oraline, where we discussed the first book in the series. Cut to when the TV series came out. I couldn't believe how perfect Kristen Bell was. Her voiceover narration was playfully snarky. She presented with such a perfect balance of biting wit and mystery that, of course, they delved more into the mystery of who Gossip Girl actually was. Again, over six seasons, she wreaked havoc on the crew from the Upper East Side, and audiences ate it up. At one point, someone even hacked her blog and took over posting for her. Some, like the unhinged, conniving Georgina Sparks, even claimed to know who she was. Of course, Georgina loved to play head games with all the characters every chance she got. But as it turned out, she wasn't lying. In the end, Serena's on-again, off-again boyfriend, the lonely boy from Brooklyn, Dan Humphrey, turned out to be the one behind Gossip Girl's inception. Just to get closer to Serena from the moment he saw her in the early days of high school. Most longtime viewers of the series agreed that this reveal did not make sense at all. The writers insisted that it was planned from the start, but as someone who is currently re-watching the original show, I'm calling bullshit. There's just too much that doesn't make sense. However, Dan was the character who said, quote, You're no one until you're talked about, after all. So I'll just go with what they say and move on, I guess. Because now we have a new generation of elite teens to follow, and a new Gossip Girl to boot. The same producing crew, Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, along with co-creator Josh Safran, have brought Gossip Girl into Generation Z, updating her for the social media era. They even brought back Kristen Bell to voice her once more. When I first found out about this reboot, I was weary, but still excited. It was going to HBO Max this time, a streaming service. This meant the scandals would be a bit bigger. I had a feeling that this was going to get juicy AF. Totally here for this. However, I was a little confused of how this would all go down. Who would be Gossip Girl this time? Were they going to have the same old mystery again? I knew they would go with a more social media angle this go-round, but how? So on July 8th, 2021, the new Gossip Girl debuted on HBO Max with the tagline, Influence is Currency. We live in a world full of people who want to be influencers. So this actually makes sense to bring the show back to life in this way. To save you from any confusion, I'll just speak the characters' names and not the actual actors who play them, since there are quite a few. Without revealing too much, I will say that at the start of the reboot, Gossip Girl isn't a thing. Even though at the end of the original show it seemed that she would never f fully be gone. But as of the pilot of the reboot, she's MIA, and not an omnipotent presence in these teens' lives. 
So we start off with a similar view of the original pilot, a pretty blonde traveling on a train. Her outfit is almost the same as Serena's on the pilot of the original show, which I thought was a nice throwback. We found out quickly that this is Kate Keller, a new teacher at Constance Billard, which has since merged with St. Jude's School for Boys for a co-ed experience this go-round. However, we also learned something else about the kids that go to this school. As Kate walks up the school steps on her first day of work, students bump into her, knocking her to-go cup of coffee all over her jacket and blouse. The teen girls just walk on, not even acknowledging what they've done. We come to learn that rich kids in this version are horrible creatures. Sure, Blair and the gang really didn't interact with their teachers, but they respected them. They respected authority to at least some degree. These kids obviously do not. The disrespect comes at a price for our teens when the teachers themselves decide to bring Gossip Girl back via an Instagram account where everyone can link their juicy tips. I'll leave the details to the show, but needless to say, the original cast does get mentioned. Hell, they get mentioned quite a few times throughout the first few episodes as the new cast learns of their influence on the early years of, quote, Gigi, as they call her. At first glance, it would seem the kids reflect the previous cast. Head-shaven, nearly bald Julian Calloway may appear to be the bitchy queen bee like Blair in the previews, but she turns out to be more of a Serena. She's a social influencer, the new, quote, it girl who has a kind heart. Her half-sister Zoya enters the scene as a naive outsider, a la Jenny Humphrey. She even gets called Little Z later on, giving viewers a flashback to Jenny's Little J nickname from the original Gossip Girl. There's Obi, the rich boy with a heart of gold, who's clearly a mashup of Dan and Nate. Also, I can't forget Max Wolf, who feels more like the Chuck Bass from the books than the one from the show, since he's a pansexual drug abuser. The others start to make out their own characters, although you can clearly see some similarities, such as Aki, the sensitive kid with pink hair, who reminds me of Eric Vanderwoodson, just with a bigger role. There's also a trans character, Luna, played by a trans actress, which is a pleasant surprise. The icing on the cake, for me, was when, a few episodes in, we meet the nine-year-old son of Georgina Sparks. A devious little kid who sort of reminds me of Damien from The Omen, with his blank expression and monotoned, matter-of-fact way of speaking. <laughs> this show is heavily based in sexuality, too. In fact, there's quite a few sex scenes that happen throughout, including the trope of the student-teacher relationship that goes in a direction that I wasn't expecting. Oh, and a lot of naked butt shots, if you're into that sort of thing. Which, let's face it, I totally am. <laughs> When the kids dropped their first F-bomb, I was like, yep, this is definitely HBO Max. Long gone are the censored network days when Blair Waldorf would say things like effing or mother chucker. Though that did add to the fun campiness of the original. It's a little slower in pace, but with a longer runtime. The original show, without commercials, was about 40 to 45 minutes long. This show clocks in at a full hour per episode. Also, HBO Max, like many streamers nowadays, are back to the week-to-week -week format of dropping episodes, which I'm all for. I like the anticipation and the opportunity to engage in, quote, water cooler talk about a show. 
binging takes that away from us. We binge, then we talk about it for five minutes, and then it's yesterday's news. That's no fun, for me at least. I still find it fascinating how social media has taken over our lives so much. You'll often see even more people randomly taking pictures of the main characters in the background, even more than they did in the original. It's sort of scary how much the internet has grown to glorify this sort of behavior. This Gossip Girl is way darker than the original. It shows how much influence social media can have, not just on the core group, but on other schools around them. There's even an episode where a kid brings a gun to school as a direct result of being harassed because of something that Gossip Girl posted. I'm glad that this version is a bit more aware of its influence. Maybe it's a backdoor to conversations that should be had with kids and their parents or their teachers. You have to be careful about what you spread online because, nowadays, someone's always watching. The reboot series is currently on hiatus in the States, set to return in November 2021, but it's premiering very soon on BBC One in the UK, so check those listings. Let me know what you think of the new Gossip Girl, or even the original series, via my Twitter, at Dustin underscore Holden, or on Instagram, at Dustin Can Read. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Let me know how I'm doing. And if you want to leave me a tip on uh, buymeacoffee.com slash Dustin Can Read, I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, XOXO, Dustin Can Watch.